This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 247 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have a great neighbor. It's David Crowther, and he owns CFS Roofing Services. David, how you doing? Good. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me today, Charlie. Oh, absolutely. And I'm excited because, you know, the definition of a good neighbor and, and a great neighbor uh, is someone or a company that's doing wonderful things for the community. And and that's something I want to get into in a moment, uh, you know, because you're doing some, some great things in the community. But let's start first with CFS Roofing Services. Tell us about your company. Well, thanks, Charlie. Uh, I started CFS Roofing uh, Services uh, approximately 11 years ago. Uh, and I broke away from a family business, and I, I got a little more, um, a little more customer oriented than than my previous uh, life. Life, and what I do is, and what I specialize in here at CFS is all facets of roofing. In other words, when I get a customer, Charlie, it's really important for me to handle no matter what the problem is in the roofing industry. If he's got a roofing problem. I find it as a challenge for me. It's my job to fix his problem. And that's from a small repair to cleaning his gutters to possibly putting on a tile roof or a metal roof or a big flat roof or take care of his business. Whatever it is from top to bottom, uh, I thought I'd specialize in that. And so when I set up CFS roofing 11 years ago, that's just what I went out to do. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> Absolutely love that. You know, that's that's what I want when I uh, I bring on a, a service company. You know, I I was I'm I didn't go up in the roofing business. I have not you know no intention of roofing. I just had an HVAC repair guy here, and I said to him, "Hey, I think it's X, but I don't do HVAC work. You're the expert. Tell me what we need to do." And at the end of the day, it comes down to trust, right? And and know you're working with with the right people. Um, and that's what I love about you know, these community businesses that, that you run and do so much for the community. So how about speaking of which, I mean, you, you do some, some, you work with some awesome groups and I know you support a lot of charities. Uh, do you mind just, and, and I know that you weren't, you weren't even aware I was going to go down that path, but you know, um, not every business does what you do and, and are so involved in the community. Do you mind sharing uh, some of the uh, com- groups you're working with? Well, yeah, sure. Listen, uh, just uh, coming out of the gate, um, first and foremost, is I have uh, my wife and I have very strong faith. And so we do an awful lot for our local church here, uh, Next Level Church. Uh, we help uh, we help a lot uh, down at the church. They're very active in this community. Uh, such projects such as uh, the Dream Center, uh, downtown Fort Myers, uh, feeding a lot of feeding a lot of mouths and helping out at Christmas time. And so we do a tremendous amount over there. We're very active with uh, Habitat for Humanity. Um, I think we actually have on the books of helping those guys out with uh, hundreds of homes this year. Wow! Uh, wow. And, and what a great uh, what a let me just send a little note out to those guys. They are fantastic. They they have done great works in this community, and I'm just so glad to be a, a partner of that. Uh, Builders Care we have helped out in the past. Um, we're members of the Southwest Florida Roofing Contractors Association. I serve on the board there, uh, and they help out down at uh, FGCU and their new educational program down there for specifically for construction management, which is which is fairly new. So those are just in the forefront. I'm sure there's a lot more, but uh, 
I know we only have 10 or 15 minutes of time. Yeah, there are a lot more. And that's what blew me away. And, and I know, you know, you, you sometimes you say yes, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. And, and uh, you're as I guess, um, if I can put words in your mouth, it seems like the way you run your your business is um, it's a means to an end of helping people whether it be your employees, certainly your family, and certainly others in the community that aren't, that aren't as fortunate as we are. So kudos to you. Yeah, well, thank you. I kind of look at it, uh, Charlie, as um, that's kind of the definition of business to me. Yeah. It isn't just the product. It isn't just profits. It's helping out the community. Yeah. So why the roofing business? Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey. Uh, you know, did, did you grow up with a hammer in your hand and all that? And well, yeah, on top of a house. So let me turn the clock back. So uh, <laughs> why the roofing business? What a great question. And the answer is because my grandfather was not a car salesman. Because if he was a car salesman, maybe his sons would have been in the car business. And then I would have followed in the car business. But my grandfather chose to be in the roofing business. Uh he, he immigrated from uh, um, Scotland, showed up here in the 19, uh, oh geez, 1920 or 1925 or something, you know, forever, 100 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and he worked for a little company up in, uh, um, up in the Midwest called Adler. And they did roofing and they did roads back then. And he settled, he met a young gal uh, in Davenport, Iowa. Uh, I call her my grandmother. And God bless them, they're both passed. Uh, and he settled down and, and and took over the roofing division of Adler, and he started in the roofing business back in the 1950s. And so that's where that's where it all started. And uh, family members, just you know, aunts and or uncles and cousins, and you know, my brothers and just so on, and my son and just so on and so on have been in the roofing business. So the the Crowther name has been in the roofing business for many, 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 many years. So uh, that's how it all started. So how, how did you end up migrating to Florida then? Well, that's interesting. My uncle actually came down here back in the uh, 70s. Um, I think he had some health issues and he moved to Florida to retire because my grandparents were down here doing a little fishing in the wintertime. So he came down here and uh, he moved in a little mobile home park and uh, decided that uh, retiring back in the 70s when he was such a young man that he decided to get in the roofing business. He started a little roofing company down here. <laughs> so it all started with uh, my my grandfather fishing in Florida. My uncle followed him, got bored, and started a little roofing company. And a little so, roofing hobby. Yes, a roofing <laughs> hobby. So we've been so I've been here since the seventies, early seventies. So I've seen this this town explode from Marco Island to uh, uh, you know all the way up to Sarasota. Wow! Yeah, I can imagine. Jeez, what a change! Yeah, and it's a, the stories we could tell. And it's not done yet, man. Yeah, let's hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I think this winter we're going to have a lot of people coming from uh, down north and, and not going back. Yeah. Uh, it'd be interesting. So how about uh, myths in your industry, David? What do you hear? What can you talk about uh, to maybe dispel one or two for our listeners? Well, you know, you brought it up earlier. I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, when you're in the roofing industry, Trust becomes a, just such a big item. I mean, let's face it, uh, to put a new roof on your house or on your business, it costs a lot of money. You better really trust the people that you're doing business with. 
And so if we're talking about trust, um, one of the myths that I think that's in the industry is that all roofers are the same. And they're just not. They're just not. We're all required to have a roofing license, but we all don't run the roofing business the same way. Um, I've been around this area for, um, you know, 30 pushing, I guess, 35 years now. And to me, um, there's a, I'm hoping that there's a trust factor. So when I so when I actually um, are called by you or somebody, a homeowner, for example, that when I show up or at least my company shows up, that there's a certain amount of trust there. I've been running a business, this CFS, for 11 straight years, and we've got a staff of well-trained people. And again, the whole idea is to sell a good product at a good price, and you got to have trust. You know, it's tough to hand, you know, hand somebody a check for $30,000 or $50,000 or $100,000. It's difficult without trusting that person. And so I'd like to think that we've earned that over here. And, and again, that's the myths are not every roofing company has. Uh, especially in the in the aftermath of the of the hurricane. I mean, Hurricane Irma. Do you know how many roofing contractors have opened up in the last three years locally? You know, and then they advertise been in business for fifty years. We're the biggest company in uh, you know the world and in the country. When when I've been here for forty years and I never heard of a person. We're, so the myths are they're not all the biggest. They mm -hmm. haven't been here for fifty years do your research because it comes down to trusting the person you're going to do work with. Yeah. Very, very good advice. Wow. So let's uh, step away from business for a moment. What are you doing for fun? Well, wow. Um, you know, <laughs> well, so let's, let's break that down. What have I been doing the last six months because of the pandemic? Uh, and uh, I call it the COVID 25 because I must have put on at least 25 pounds. So I've been doing a lot of cooking and, and uh, uh, I bought a new grill. And so I look forward to uh, eating. Uh, but other than that, Karen and I, my wife and I have snuck out and played a little golf. We are fortunate and blessed to have four children and um, eight grandchildren. So that does uh, take up some of our time, which we just adore. It's just been limited in the last six months. So I had to kind of had to break that down the last six months of uh to before that but uh but that's what we like to do we don't travel a whole lot but we just love the kids and the grandkids and they'll keep you busy they'll keep you busy oh yeah 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 i guess uh are you the uh, the on-call uh, babysitters when uh mom and dad want to escape uh, for a, a night out for a weekend or no <laughs> you put your foot no. down no, I love I love the kids. I love the grandkids. Uh, but no, they find their own babysitters. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, you want to establish that early because uh, you do it for one, then you have to do it for all the others. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and most of them are local. So uh, uh, I've got uh, we, um, uh, Chris is on the other coast uh, with two kids, so we see him every now and then. But uh, uh, my my son and my daughter are here, and they have uh, six children together so there's six of them local that keep us pretty busy yeah wow. that's great so how about a hardship david something that uh looking back now uh you know was a, a tough time uh but you can say hey i'm better for it i'm stronger what comes to mind well uh that's an excellent question and i'll and i'll tell you um if i could uh if i could uh 
if I could do it all over again, 11 years ago, I probably would have tried to purchase a business rather than start one from scratch. I mean, uh, I was involved obviously with the family business and uh, there's a lot of things that um, when you're in business, they're taken for granted. For example, telephones and computers and office supplies and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And so when I started CFS from scratch, I took a notebook and a pencil and I started making notes in my living room on day one. And, you know, to get up and run, it took several months, uh, you know, just buying a truck, you know, that takes time. And then you need a ladder rack and, oh yeah, I need a ladder. And then I need tools and I'll better hire a guy, you know, and, and oh, by the way, what's your email address? Oh, that's right. I need a computer and oh, what kind of phones are you going to buy? And, and so on and so on and so on. So that took, uh, coming out of the gate, uh, Charlie was difficult. And if I give everybody any words of wisdom, uh, if you can do it, that's fantastic. But it probably would have been a little easier if I would have just purchased the company, if that was possible at the time. Uh, you nailed it. I, I was in the health club business and I had a startup and then I had a number of clubs that I purchased and it was so much easier. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then they all come with their own challenges. But my goodness, you know, staff's in place, you know, even if they weren't, you know, yeah. the kind of staff that you want, at least temporarily, you know, you can get by for a few weeks or a few months. Uh, at least there was a phone number. Yeah, yeah. You and know. a computer with an email address. I mean, I remember I went to my first, I went to I went to Best Buy and I, guys, what kind of computer you want? I just looked at him like, well, call my IT manager. He'll tell you. <laughs> right? And, and, of course, I'm the IT manager and I didn't have the first clue. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we got past that. So the first, let me tell you, the first two years, pretty rough. Yeah. Pretty rough challenges left and right and my budget was x and i spent x times two yeah right yeah. oh you got off easy <laughs> <laughs> touche oh, well but you you power through you know you ha you have faith and yeah i'm sure you kept that vision and and you knew where eventually we you take it it's just uh man it always takes uh way longer than what we uh, had imagined right right <laughs> right yeah, but well worth it. Well, that's great. So how about one thing you wish our listeners knew about your company? What would that be? Well, I wish the customers um, obviously knew me and knew my heart and so that they'd understand the integrity level at this company. My uh, Our success here at CFS is based on, obviously, our customer base. Mm. I, last year, I spent... Um, in 2019, I spent zero dollars in advertising. It's all customer referral. And I think the reason why the customer referral is because uh, it's called integrity. People have learned that our company, while not perfect, uh, we always will um, accept the responsibility, our integrity level. And again, that's what I have preached to the staff here. It's, it's let me tell you something, it's product before profit here. You mm -hmm. got to learn how to put roofs on right and make customers happy before I worry about making the money. So to me, integrity and trust is like just key. And so I wish all the listeners just knew my heart so that they know exactly how I think because there's nothing for me to to uh, throw in the towel on. Sometimes uh, I'll get a small situation. I just say, look, I want you happy. 
And so uh, I hope people would learn that uh, this company's here. It's here to stay. We've been here for a long time. Uh, we're, we're big enough to handle every, every portion of or facet of roofing that there is and that we're strong enough uh, and big boys to handle it. So, uh, but yeah, thank you for that question, Charlie. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I know our listeners want to learn more and uh, get in touch with you guys. Where should we send them? Well, uh, first of all, let me start out with a phone number. Uh, uh, 239-561-2600. And our email address is uh, www.cfsroofing. Charlie Frank Sally, cfsroofing.com. Love it. Love it. Well, David, it's been an absolute pleasure. Again, thrilled to have you a part of this community. Thank you again for everything you and your team does. And uh, wish you the absolute best going forward. Uh, Same to you, Charlie. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.